Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So you may be saying, no way. There's simply no way the Biden crime family case could get worse. Not only did it get worse, I have a note to tell everybody that it gets worser. Paula said that's not a word. No, it's a word for today. Worser is a word because worse isn't that I can't adequately describe how bad this case is getting. I've got that. And what if I told you, bottom line up front, what today, let me just tell you what today's show is going to be about. What if I told you that Democrat insiders, party apparatchiks, media people, others, that they knew the whole time Biden was going to get caught, the Biden crime family and what they were up to, they knew the whole time, and that they were setting Biden up early to blame all this on Russia, foreign interference, as a way to distract you from what Biden was up to overseas. I've got the evidence today. Yes, I've got it all. I've got it all. By the way, all in my, a lot of it, all in my new book, most of it, uh, Follow the Money. You may say, well, how did you know about this, Dan? You wrote that book uh, six months ago, almost a year ago. Well, if you listen to my show, as my wife said last night, what we're about to tell you today has already been out there. The media has just done you a disservice by not telling you about it. So pick up my new book, Follow the Money. And uh, what I'm going to tell you today is all, all in there. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Get a VPN today and protect your online activity from prying eyeballs. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Don't wait. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? Fine, sir. Well, Dan, everything is cool and groovy over <laughs> here, baby. Yeah, it's good to be here. <laughs> wow, you're really going back to the uh, yeah, 1960s radios, radio puking <laughs> voice right there. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to see... Uh, uh, John Travolta from Greece <laughs> pop out there. So nice work, Joe, bringing us back to the Halcyon right, days of uh, radio. I'm going to be on with one of Joe's old uh, co-workers on a radio station on Monday doing an interview about my book. Oh. So that should be fun. Yeah. I'm gonna do a Sean Casey. All so right, good. good he good. has a podcast out now too. Um, yeah, folks, this is going to be an explosive show you're not going to want to miss. So let's not waste any more time. Yep. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Teeter. Teeter makes inversion tables. They're the best inversion tables in the business. What do they do? They use gravity and your own body weight to decompress your spine, relieve pressure on your discs, surrounding nerves, and most importantly, other joints as well. I don't only use the inversion table for my back. I use it for my shoulders too. Teeter's inversion table, use it for a few minutes a day. It's a great addition to anyone's daily routine. Maintain a healthy spine and active lifestyle without the pain. If you have back pain, even if you don't, invert every day. Keep your back and joints feeling great, supple, and loose. I've done my homework. Teeter's the best inversion table on the market. Three million people agree. They put their trust in Teeter. It's the best known name in inversion tables since 1981. For a limited time, you can get Teeter's new, new upgraded model of the inversion table, the Teeter Fit Spine, with bonus accessories, stretch max handles, and easy reach ankle system, plus a free inversion program mat for the ultimate inversion experience. I use this thing twice a day. I love it. I get a little teeter high when I come off it. I love it. Invert, stretch out that spine. Their tables have thousands of reviews on Amazon and rated 4.9 stars. And with this deal, you'll get a $150 off when you go to teeter.com slash Dan. 
You'll get free shipping, free returns, and a 60-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk to try it out. Remember, you can only get the new Teeter Fitzbine Inversion Table. Easy to get in, easy to invert, super easy to use, plus the free inversion program app by going to Teeter, T-E-E-T-E-R.com slash Dan. That's Teeter.com slash Dan. Don't wait. Love this thing. Check it out. Teeter.com slash Dan. Best inversion tables on the market. All right, Joe, let's go. So, folks, I'm going to have to walk you through this slowly. This is one of the most important shows we've done a long time because there's two weeks left to an election. And if you are an undecided voter out there or you've decided, I think I'm going to change your mind today. You may not like Donald Trump's tweets. You may not like the Queen's bravado. Again, I don't mind. It doesn't bother me. I'm from Queens like Donald Trump. Um, I'm just telling you the alternative to Donald Trump is a known corruptocrat heading a basically a crime family right now involved in some really, really significant stuff. And I'm when I say significant, I mean really bad. So I'm going to walk you through what's going on. And then I'm going to put the, uh, the, the end of this, the, the penultimate part of the show, I've got a little bit more at the end, is going to be how they knew all this was going to come out, all the stuff I'm about to tell you. And they set up Biden early on on a commission and other things to make sure when it did come out that Biden could say, hey, this is Russian disinformation and foreign interference. Everybody get it? Joe get it? Paula get yep. it? Everybody nod. All right? Yep. Here's what it is. Here's how, how bad it is. And here's how they set Biden up. Let's get to what it is first. So this came out last night, right after I got off the Sean Hannity show, was ready to go to bed and the news cycle is just relentless. Washington Examiner. Uh, I'm going to read this headline. It speaks for itself. The great Jerry Dunleavy and Joe Simonson at the Washington Examiner. Story will be in the show notes. Read it. Spread it around everywhere. To access our show notes, go to Bongino.com slash newsletter. Exclusive allegations. Hunter Biden stored child pornography on laptop sent to FBI. Um... Again, folks, I'm, I'm going to try to be somewhat journalism-y and objective on this, unlike other journalists who can't do that. There are allegations. I haven't seen these photos. Rudy Giuliani, as you can see from the piece, is claiming that he's seen these photos. He has no reason to lie about it. Um, he's also brought these photos to the police department, which says to me as a former investigator that these photos are real. You don't file a police report about photos you don't have. Quote Washington Examiner, allegations that Hunter Biden stored photos of child pornography on his laptop have been forwarded to the FBI for investigation. The examiners learn. In an interview in Washington, D.C. Tuesday evening, Giuliani, President Trump's attorney, said Hunter Biden engaged for years in potentially criminal sexual behavior while Biden family members knew about it and tried to stop him. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm hearing things about the victim of this alleged child pornography case on Hunter Biden's laptop that are grotesque. I'm not putting out at this time because it'd be irresponsible and I can't confirm them. But they're disgusting. On a disgusting scale, child pornography is a 10. What I'm hearing, this is like a 10.56 You know, I remember being an agent in my former line of work. We had a squad that did child pornography cases over computer crimes because we had had jurisdiction over computer crimes in the Secret Service, and nobody wanted to spend more than a few months there. You look at that stuff, it changes you forever, and I don't mean in a good way. 
it is the most disgusting, revolting. You know what? I don't even want to spend too much time. I really, I'm sorry. Again, remember what I'm setting up for you, folks. I can't tell you this enough. You have to follow the contour of today's show. This is what they're hiding. They all knew about this. So now we know that Hunter Biden is alleged to have been storing child pornography on his laptop and family members knew about it. That's the key line of that Washington Examiner article. That's the takeaway. This was not hidden. People knew and chose to engage Democrat higher-ups and the former vice president himself that it was his kid is irrelevant. They chose to engage in business transactions with a guy alleged to have child pornography on his computer and the allegations that they all knew about it? You may be saying there's no way this case can possibly get worse, the Biden crime family fiasco. Oh, no, it does. (laughs) Early this morning, John Roberts, Fox News, he does the journalism stuff over there. He's not an opinion guy. I put out a statement received from a Tony Bobolinsky, who is a former Navy lieutenant, who was a business partner of the Biden crime family at one point. Uh, This uh, Lieutenant Tony put out a statement. We're moving on from the child pornography. You may be, that's not it. No, 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 that's not it. No, no, that's not, it gets worse. The case continues to degenerate. We're moving on from the child pornography component now to just massive international pay-for-play corruption. Let's see this statement. This was on John Roberts' Twitter feed. This guy who was a business partner, this Tony Bobolinsky, and the former Navy lieutenant, by the way, says, hey, the reference in the email uh, is, in fact, a reference to Joe Biden, the big guy. The other JB is Jim Biden, Joe's brother. Wow, a lot of Bidens involved in this operation, Joe. It goes on. Hunter Biden called his dad the big guy and, quote, my chairman and frequently referenced asking for him to sign off on advice on various deals they were discussing. This guy's a partner. He says, I've seen Biden, VP Biden, saying he never talked to Hunter about his business. I've seen firsthand that that's not true because it wasn't just Hunter's business. They said they were putting the Biden family name and its legacy on the line. Ladies and gentlemen, this statement gets worse. Keep this up. I saw you going for that. Keep that trigger finger there. eh? I realized the Chinese were not really focused on a healthy financial ROI, return on investment. They were looking at this as a political or influence investment. Oh, really? This is, again, the statement from Bobolinsky. Once I realized that Hunter wanted to use the company as his personal piggy bank by just taking money out of it as soon as it came from the Chinese, I took steps to prevent that from happening. The Ron Johnson, the senator, the uh, U.S. senator from Wisconsin, who's all over this, I got video of him later. The Johnson report connected some dots in a way that shocked me. Come back to me. There's another part to this. So just to be crystal clear, After they found, Rudy Giuliani claims they found child pornography on Hunter's computer. One of Hunter's, and the family knew about it, one of Hunter's business partners now came forward and said, not only was Joe Biden actively involved in these, what appear to be pay-for-play schemes, not only was Joe Biden involved, that they put their family name on it and that Biden was actively involved and that the Chinese knew Biden was actively involved and didn't consider this a return on investment. They considered a political influence operation. 
Hello, McFly. Hello, hello, media people. Do we need a bullhorn? Let me get my coffee cup from the. Hello, media people. Anyone? Anyone? ABC? George Snuffleupagus? Brian Costanza? Stelter? Andrea Mitchell? Anyone? The, a, a Navy lieutenant who was a business partner is saying that the former vice president now running for president could have been involved in a Chinese influence operation and had a seat at the table? What the hell is going on? Where is this? Where is this story? What are you missing? I haven't even got to the cover-up yet. What else do you need? This is not an anonymous source. This is a decorated Navy lieutenant who shockingly partnered up with these guys, realized there was a problem. They were using China as a, quote, piggy bank. The Chinese knew it was a political influence operation and that the former vice president had a seat at the damn table. Where are you guys in the media? You are now complicit in the biggest scandal in modern American history. I would argue even bigger than Spygate. A nuclear-powered enemy of the United States could have bought off the vice president? Where the hell are you? There's a second part to Lieutenant uh, Bobolinsky's statement. Forgive me if I'm saying his name wrong. You know I'm terrible with names. But with a name like Bongino, or everybody called Bongino, Bongino, whatever, you got to give me a pass on it. It's not intentional. Here's part two of the statement. He said he'd asked the Biden family to address the American people and outline the facts so I can go back to being irrelevant. This is the lieutenant's statement. And so I'm not put in a position to have to answer those questions for them. Uh, sounds like he's willing to go under oath, folks, doesn't it? He says, I don't have a political axe to grind. I just saw behind the Biden curtain and I grew concerned with what I saw. The Biden family aggressively leveraged the Biden family name to make millions of dollars from foreign entities, even though some were from communist-controlled China. God bless America, he ends his statement. I, ca I can't believe this. I sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, cannot believe what is going on, that we are days from an election. We're not days. The election's happening right now. We're not days from I already voted. So did my wife. So did my mother-in-law. The election's over for us. We're not days from anything. We're in an election right now. And we have a candidate in the Democrat side who could win, who is a, a clear and present danger to the United States, who could be a significant, the biggest national security risk to ever walk in the White House because there are unquestionably at this point mounds of bribery material the Chinese potentially have on him and possibly members of his family, according to statements on the record by non-anonymous sources. They're not anonymous. They're putting their names to this and saying, I'll testify. I'll tell my story. Oh my gosh. I can't believe it. I, I can't believe it. I cannot believe this is happening. You are about to vote in an active national security threat to the United States. That a nuclear-powered entity, the major, the biggest national security threat of our time since the collapse of the Soviet Union, the Chinese Communist Party, according to this guy, was in business with the former vice president and his son 
who's alleged to have child pornography on his computer and who apparently know they were engaged, the Chinese were engaged in a political influence operation with them. By the way, where was the FBI with this? By the way, I'm done covering for the FBI. To the agents who listen, thank you. I get a lot of your emails. I understand your position. I mean it. Folks, you don't get to see the back end of my show as much as I wish. I can't put out people's emails. It would be inappropriate. They send me emails in confidence. I get emails from a lot of FBI agents, absolutely disgusted. That's why I don't use blanket stereotypes. Like the FBI is terrible. I'm not going to do it. You want to do it? Go right ahead. I'm just telling you, I see the back end of my show. Having said that, the entire management of the FBI, if you're involved in this, has to be just completely uh, uh, terminated, fired, goodbye. They've got to go. The FBI cannot be trusted anymore. Where is the FBI on this? Where? The FBI had this computer? You might have known about an active national security threat to the United States while you investigated a fake one. Donald Trump, who was an alleged Russian traitor based on a PP hoax you knew was a hoax. You wasted four years investigating a PP hoax while this was going on. You let the president be impeached for asking questions about this in Ukraine. Now you see why the president might have been curious. Oh, that'll make sense later. How they were just waiting to strike the minute the president started asking questions about an active national security threat. The former vice president of the United States selling us out overseas in here. Now you'll see why they were so paranoid and how to impeach him. Where was the FBI during the impeachment? Where were you guys? Where were you? You took an oath. I took the same oath. The difference is I honored mine. Again, thank you to the agents who've reached out. You know who you are. And to my whistleblower agent, that's how I got this Spygate stuff and wrote about Hunter Biden in Ukraine in my first book on this topic four years ago. But to the others who did nothing, you've disgraced yourself in the badge. You should resign or be fired immediately. You've disgraced the country, the badge, and everything else. Christopher Wray is an embarrassment, a disgrace of epic proportions, the current FBI director. You knew about this, and you let the president be impeached anyway. Fool. You are a fool and an embarrassment and a shame and a stain on this country. I mean, every single word of that. Probably investigate me next. That's what you're all about, you big fraud. Phony. Fake embarrassment. All right, let me get to my uh, second sponsor. I got more on this, ladies and gentlemen. And believe me, part two of this is, I have <laughs> no way this can get worse. Part two is no way this can get worser. Yes, worser makes its return because it is worser than worse. Man, he's child porn. Chinese buying off the vice president. It's gets Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's more. Deep breaths. Today's show also brought to you by friends at Job Creators Network. Ladies and gentlemen, the election started right now. Early in post or in person voting. I, why can I never get that right? Early in person voting. Spit it out. Has already started. I already voted in Arizona, Michigan, Georgia, and Ohio, just to name a few. You're turning out record setting numbers. Have you seen them? Good for you. I've seen it. There are many, many more states where early in posting a person voting is. I can't say it. I cannot say early in person voting. I, it's ridiculous. Or it's about to begin. If you haven't yet visited keepamericaamerica.com, please, please do it now, folks. I was more than happy to take them on for a sponsor. Why? Because get out the vote. All, the, all game time's over. 
Game time's right. It's not playtime anymore. It's not time for games. It's time for the real deal, the election. You got to get out and vote. KeepAmericaAmerica.com has the voting information and free resources, trusted, up-to-date information. Go there today. You'll see it. While you're there, you can sign up and keep up to date via email. The 2016 election, it was decided by how many? You'd say millions of votes? No, 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 no. It was decided by thousands of votes. 400,000 people have visited KeepAmericaAmerica.com for the latest voting information. We'd like to see 600,000, a million more. There's still time. Make this the biggest, biggest get out the vote effort in conservative history. One the liberal media and liberals cannot ignore. Liberals know what to do. They know how to get out their vote. You have to get out ours. There are simple, vitally important things you can do. Vote and visit KeepAmericaAmerica.com. Commit to just taking one person to the polls, just one. Or help someone go get a mail-in ballot. Do a little, do a lot, do your part. You can find out what you can do to help get out the vote at KeepAmericaAmerica.com. KeepAmericaAmerica.com. Don't wait. Go today. We're running out of time, folks. Go to KeepAmericaAmerica.com today. All right, thanks to KeepAmericaAmerica.com. Get out and vote. So again, you're probably thinking, gosh, uh, we've now got allegations of child pornography. I have an angle to that um, that makes this thing even more disgusting, if it's even possible on that front. We have another allegation of a Chinese, a known Chinese influence operation to buy off uh, the vice president of the United States and members of his family with an on-the-record source talking about it. Hmm. How can it possibly get any worse? Is this a money laundering operation too? This is like the three musketeers of scandals. How can this possibly be? The three fur. Huh? Brooke Singman, Fox News. Last night, a story in the show notes. Spread this everywhere. Everywhere. Parlor, Facebook, Twitter. Everywhere. Gary Oldman style from that movie. What was the movie? Everyone. Spread it everywhere. Fox News. Laptop connected to Hunter Biden linked to FBI money laundering probe. We're going to vote for this guy for president. Holy Moses, are you a moron? I'm really sorry. Don't call your audience a moron. I'm not. I'm calling the morons who are going to vote for Joe Biden morons because that's exactly what you are. (laughs) Now, folks, disclosure here. I did get this information um, a couple days ago from an FBI agent interested in doing the right thing. That's why I brought that up in the beginning of the show. And I said, had the FBI not disclosed this information during the impeachment trial? Biden, Ukraine, money laundering, pay for play, like exactly what Trump was concerned about that he was impeached over. There are a lot of people. That's why I'm not going to sit here and bash the FBI. There are a lot of good people out there who have emailed me and other whistleblowers and said, I've had enough. I know it's happening. Deny it all you want. So I'm not going to stereotype an entire agency. However, clearly the agency's in a lot of trouble and needs absolute reform. But I did get this a few days ago from a guy. Um, I was just a little bit reluctant to put it out. Listen, I get it. Some of you may say, why not? Because ladies and gentlemen, I was focused on the child pornography thing. But the money laundering angle, um, I mentioned it last night on Hannity, has now been broken by Fox News, too. Now, how do we know this, that the Biden laptop may be connected to money laundering? Well, we know it from the FBI themselves. How? Well, let's go to uh, this is the information I got the other day, too. So I'm guessing this person may have emailed Fox, too. The receipt given to the computer store, which had Hunter Biden's computer from the FBI, Folks, when you're a federal agent and you take property, you have to give someone a receipt. You can't just like take drug money or take a computer and pocket it. You have to give them a receipt so the person knows and can follow up with it. 
The document given to the computer store owner has a case ID section, which is filled in with a handwritten number. That number is 272D-BA-30665729. According to multiple officials, including the one that reached out to me, and the FBI's website, 272, which is the first three numbers in the case number, is the FBI's classification for money laundering. 272D refers to unknown specific unlawful activity white collar crime program, according to FBI documents. One government official describes the D designation as transnational or blanket. The BA indicates the case was opened in the FBI's Baltimore field office, sources said. Now, I have some a little, a little experience in this space as a former federal agent myself. And as I explained to my wife last night, the fact that the FBI had a case number after they took this computer is significant enough in and of itself. Why is that? Because, ladies and gentlemen, the golden rule in the Secret Service was you don't open up a case unless you think you're going to make an arrest or engage in a serious investigation. Why? Why would the FBI, why would the fact that there's a case number at all for a money laundering investigation, why would that, this is the kind of stuff you're not going to get elsewhere. Why is that significant? Producer Joe, ombudsman, Paula, need your ombudsman hats on because this may make sense to me, but I'm hoping it makes sense to the audience. So filter me here. When we were, uh, when I was an agent, let's say you went out and you were investigating a counterfeit pass or whatever it may be. Um, if you didn't think that case was going to result in an investigation, it was very rare to open up a case and get a case number. Why? For simple administrative reasons, because then you would have to, we would call tickle the case. I mean, tickle it like tickle it. Tickle it was a, was a Secret Service terminology for you'd have to update the status of the case every three months. Write a report on it, which is a real pain in the caboose. So if someone came in with a tip about a case and you didn't think it was going to go anywhere or the person was fudging it and making it up and it wasn't true, you may look into it, but you weren't going to open a formal case because you don't want to write reports on it for the rest of your life if you're not going to be able to close the damn case out and arrest someone. Right. Everybody got it? Yeah, yeah. Head nod from Paula. I hear an audio confirmation from Joe. Mm -hmm. You don't open up a case you're not going to close. Get it? Close it by arrest. It's a pain in the butt. The fact that the FBI opened up a case on this says to me, uh-oh, something on that computer was very serious. International money laundering. Ouch. What could that be? Well, if you're a regular listener to this show, like my wife is, who's been listening to this show as long as it's been on, she said to me, gee, Dan, didn't you and Armacost talk about this like three years ago when I'm about to? Yeah, we did. Some of you older listeners may already know this story. What story? The money laundering story the FBI apparently knows now. But what is the money laundering story? Get to it, buddy. Okay, let's get right to it. Tons of articles on this. I tried to pick the best one. It's an older one, but it's worth your time again. It's from the great John Solomon at his uh, news site, Just the News. It's an older one. This is from February of 2020, earlier in the year. But the story will be in the show notes today. I strongly suggest you read it. Bongino.com slash newsletter. Newsletter is the show notes. Latvia, Latvia, no, what is this case? Latvia flags suspicious Hunter Biden payments back in 2016. Ukrainian authorities alerted to concerns about Joe Biden's son just a month before Vice President Biden forced the firing of a prosecutor investigating the natural gas company paying Hunter Biden. 
That's the whoa guy emoji. <laughs> yeah. I don't have his round. I got like a cement block head, not a round. But if my face was, well, had the, you know, the round features of the uh, whoa guy emoji, it would work better. Maybe Drew can slap a whoa guy emoji right over me there for the video production. That would be wonderful. So we now know they took the computer. We know the FBI had opened up a case, which is significant in and of itself, as I just told you. When they opened up the case, they didn't designate it a child pornography case. They designated it a money laundering transnational case out of the Baltimore field office. We know John Solomon back in February of 2020 was trying to push out to the media as he was doing actual journalism, Ming, and the media was ignoring it, that, hey, um, there have been long allegations since 2016 about Hunter Biden receiving transnational payments. Oh, transnational money laundering, kind of like the FBI opened up. The case. So there have been allegations that Hunter Biden's received transnational suspicious money payments as far back as 2016. Why didn't the FBI tell us about this again during the impeachment? Now, what's really weird about this is in March of 2016, when Joe Biden is on tape, I'm not playing it again. You've seen it a thousand times. Joe Biden on tape at the Council of Foreign Relations. He talks about his March 2016 demand, March 2016, follow me, demand that the prosecutor looking into his son's company and these suspicious payments, Victor Shokin, the prosecutor be fired. That happened in March of 2016. Don't you think it's weird that in February of 2016, Joe, again, is he on buzzman? February is before March, correct? Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. The verdict is in. Love Joe's it. a genius. February is before March, confirmed by Joe and Paula. Yeah. So right before Joe Biden demands the prosecutor looking into these payments and all this stuff in Ukraine, the prosecutor in Ukraine get fired right before that, January, February, March, the month before, the Latvian government reaches out to Ukraine and says, hey, there's a lot of these really suspicious payments we think may involve Hunter Biden's bank account and Burisma. And then, wow, a month later, the prosecutor looking into all this stuff and you gets fired on the demand of Joe Biden, who's Hunter Biden's dad, who works for the company the prosecutor's looking into while the Latvians are looking into it too. Oh, that's just all a big kawinky dink, I'm sure. Let's go to the John Solomon piece and see what these flag payments were. Quote, John Solomon, February 2020. As the U.S. presidential race began roaring to life in 2016, authorities in the former Soviet Republic of Latvia flagged a series of suspicious financial transactions to Hunter Biden and other colleagues at a Ukrainian natural gas company and sought Kiev's help investigating, according to documents and interviews. <laughs> the February 18, 2016 alert to Ukraine came from the Latvian prosecutorial agency responsible for investigating... <laughs> <laughs> money laundering. What are the chances, man? And it specifically questioned whether Vice President Biden's younger son and three other officials at Burisma Holdings were the potential beneficiaries of suspect funds. <laughs> Damn, this story sounds familiar. I listen to your show every day. Of course it does. We covered it when it happened. No one else in the media did. But now that there's an FBI open case, 272D-BA, now all of a sudden it's a big, big story. Weird how that happens. How it's been a 
how it's kind of just flew under the radar the whole time. Didn't fly under the radar. The media tried to bury it under the radar and destroy the radar system. Now they can't because Rudy Giuliani's got a big uh, microphone. And was able to get this out there. So just again, to simplify this, we have allegations of kitty porn, Biden family knowing about kitty porn. We now have confirmation Joe Biden is the big guy in an email involving payments from the Chinese government where the Chinese government acknowledges or acknowledged to this guy that they were involved in an influence operation. In other words, pay to play with the former vice president. We now know the FBI opened a money laundering investigation after they got Hunter's computer. We now know, or we knew back then, that the Latvian government was investigating potential money laundering as well, involving payments to Burisma and Hunter Biden that are not in the thousands, folks. Payments that are in the millions. Oh, you don't believe me? Let's go back to the John Solomon piece because we always produce the evidence. The Latvian law enforcement memo to Ukraine identified a series of loan payments totaling about 16.6 million. Don't forget that 0.6 that were routed from companies in Belize and the United Kingdom to Burisma. Sounds kind of like money laundering, bouncing it from country to country. And they were routed through Ukraine's Privat Bank through 2012 and 2015. Privat Bank sounds like the bank I've been talking about on my show for the last three years. Odd, isn't it? The flag Mm. funds were, quote, partially transferred, Joe, to Hunter Biden a board member at Burisma since May of 2014, and three other officials working for the Ukrainian natural gas company, the Latvian memo said. Uh, So the Latvians were aware of suspicious payments totaling 16.6 million people. Why were they routed through three different countries? There's actually another country involved too. Cyprus and others. Why were these payments routed through multiple countries to finally make it back and, quote, be partially transferred to Hunter Biden? Why would you Why would you do that? Confuse a cat, maybe? Oh, to kind of mm-hmm. wipe your footprints yeah. clean mm-hmm. on where the money came from? Is that, you think, you think Joe? Can yeah. it make sense? Yeah. yeah. Footprints, money, yeah. wipe those footprints clean, route it through multiple, and that way you don't know where it came from. Interesting that when the Latvians say, hey, uh, we got these payments to Hunter Biden and Burisma that seem awfully suspicious. They send a letter to Ukraine in February of 2016. Hey, uh, there's something going on with these payments here. Millions to Hunter Biden. All of a sudden, a month later, Joe Biden shows up in March of 2016 and demands the prosecutor in Ukraine that gets the letter be fired. Don't worry, Jessica Tarloff and Marie Harf, liberal talking heads who I've heard talk about this. Nothing to see here at all. Nothing to see. There's no, there's no evidence at all of any wrong. None. Maybe you need to redefine for yourself what the word evidence means. Okay, let me get to my next sponsor because you may be saying, gosh, this thing gets worse. <laughs> yeah, 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 it does. <laughs> I'm saying yeah. that, yeah. Worse, worser, worsiest. We're just making up words <laughs> yeah. today. To define how bad this gets. It does get worse. All right. Today's show also brought to you by um, a great company. I use these. Raycon. Ladies and gentlemen, you know the best way to listen? Use a pair of premium wireless earbuds. These are mine. This is my actual pair right here. These are Raycon wireless earbuds. Look how sleek and cool looking they are. Love them. They fit right in my ear. They're the only brand I use. 
Um, I do all my conference calls on them. I listen to my podcasts on them. Uh, I love them. I listen to music too whenever I'm traveling. What if I told you to, you can get them for half the price of the other guys? These are pretty awesome earbuds. I'm not messing with you. Don't waste money on those other ones. They're overpriced. They don't even sound as good. I recommend wireless earbuds from Raycon. They come with this cool case too. Sleek looking. Raycon's newest model, the Everyday E25 earbuds are the best ones yet. With six hours of playtime. Seamless Bluetooth pairing. It's really easy to set up. More bass, a more compact design, and a noise-isolating fit. That's why I like them. I don't like to hear a lot when I'm flying. And I need, you know, I need some silence, especially with Lucy barking up. Raycon earbuds are stylish and discreet. No dangling wires or stems. The company was co-founded by Ray J, and people are obsessed with their products. Give them a try. Raycon has a 45-day return policy, so you can make sure they pair, that they're the pair of wireless earbuds for you. You're going to love them. You're not sending these back. Not a chance. For a limited time, get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. That's buy, B-U-Y, Raycon, R-A-Y-C-O-N.com slash Bongino for a special 15% discount on Raycon wireless earbuds. Make sure to check it out now while the deal's running. Check these out. They're really cool. Buyraycon.com slash Bongino today. Save money, get the best uh, earbuds out there. Buyraycon.com slash Bongino. You're going to love them. Okay. <clears throat> so we've went from worse to worser now to um, worsiest. People knew this, folks. I'm not going to repeat what we had again. You've already heard it. Money laundering, kitty porn. You get it? I just repeated it. said I wouldn't, but people knew about this. People have known for a long time about this. Me, John Solomon, Democrat insiders, and others. And they had to give Biden a way to cover this all up because they had a, they had a couple motives. Number one, they wanted to cover up for Obama because Biden was his vice president. And they don't want Obama's legacy to be one that it, it is, scandal. But the second reason is they were all afraid Biden would run for president. It's why Biden tried to talk him out of it. And they knew this would come out, so they had to have a story. And the story to cover up the kiddie porn, the money laundering, the Chinese influence operation, and the pay-to-play stuff, which I said I wouldn't repeat and just did, the way to cover it up was going to be to blame it on, it's all a foreign disinformation campaign. Trump played into it. He should be impeached. I'm going to get to that part in a second. But just one more note. Great story by John Solomon today. It's just the news will be in the show notes. Where is Biden's money exactly? Because there seems to be a whole lot of it missing. Justthenews.com by Daniel Payne at, uh, on John Solomon's site here. Joe Biden scored $16 million in income. What a life after leaving the White House. But where, where, did it, where did it go? What do you mean, where did it go? Well, Joe Biden has to do financial filings for office. And so they had an account take a look. Check this out from the Solomon piece. There's about $6 million in assets that appear to be missing. This guy Miller said that he estimated, based on his review of Biden's income and his itemized deductions in state and federal income taxes, that the Bidens should have listed around $9 million on their assets in their most recent disclosure form. Quote, I am unable to document what he did with the difference of approximately $6 million, he said. What else are we missing? I don't know. What else are we missing? Did we check the bank accounts of the rest of Biden's family? Oh, oh, oh remember the email? We're holding 10% for the big guy. Who else is holding money for the big guy? 
By the way, if Trump doesn't call Biden the big guy tonight in the debate, it'll be an act of political malpractice I haven't seen in human history. That's how we should introduce him. Hey, big guy, how's it going? <laughs> yeah. First thing out of his mouth. Tonight, I was just right? hearing that myself. Big guy, nice. yeah. welcome to the debate stage. Now, we, talk, we talked about the crime. I'm going to get to the cover-up, but I just want to leave you with three final points on the crime, the Biden crime family. I heard Marie Harf say on Fox, not personal, but she said it's Fox, and um, you know I worked there too. So, But she said yesterday on Fox, she made the point that well, if Biden was getting all this money, why didn't we see it on his tax returns? Sorry, dude. This is one of those rare times we introduced Joe again on video. This is really embarrassing. Tax, tax returns? Marie, please, please, please stop. While you're ahead where you think you are. You think criminal enterprises file on their tax returns their <laughs> nefarious gains from their criminal enterprise? <laughs> Line item 62B, international money laundering proceeds. What's the tax rate? Is that a capital gain? What is, is that long-term? Is that, is, that, is, that, is there a real estate deduction for that? If you bought property with your ill-gotten gain, I'm not sure, on your tax return. Folks, here's my notes. Upside down. Tax returns. The only note I have next to it is LOL. I don't know what else to say. You're looking for potential ill-gotten gains on a tax return? And you said that on television? That's funny. That's a good one. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I investigated, I'm not kidding, over my career in the NYPD and as a federal agent, probably... 50 to 100 complicated financial cases where I was either the lead agent or a part of one. I never once, I'm not kidding, never <laughs> once. Now, maybe one case we got really? someone's tax returns. Only why? Because it does it, they don't mean anything. <laughs> Most criminals don't even file tax returns. And believe me, when they do, they don't put drug money, line 62, capital gain from cocaine sales. What the? Oh. oh. They said this on television. Well, we don't see it on his tax return. Oh, okay. In that case. <laughs> Secondly, I'm going to start doing like a mailbag segment once a week because I get so many great listener and viewer emails. A guy sent to me this morning an email. It was hilarious. He said, Dan, the Biden should just sell the country out fair and square like the Clintons, right? Great point. Set up the Clinton Foundation and just sell the country out that way. Why do you got to do it behind the scenes? That's a great point. You're going to sell America out. Just be like the Clintons and do it out in the open with the Clinton Foundation. The Ken, where's the Kenny Bell? Kenny Bell. <laughs> nice job. That was the greatest email ever. It's the only time ever I thought, gosh, if I just had a segment for a mailbag, this would be the only email that... <laughs> Just sell them out in the open like the Clintons did. Clinton Foundation. Where you donors to the Clinton Foundation get involved in a Russian technology project, Skolkovo, that steals our technology to build hypersonic missiles to kill us. <laughs> Clinton's the, the, the tip of the totem pole of selling out transparency. My gosh. I can't believe we're having these conversations. Finally, the reason the media and 
Republican insiders and the political consultant class who are really losers. Um, the reason they're telling President Trump, don't talk about Hunter Biden tonight, is precisely because it's the most damaging narrative of this election cycle. Nobody likes a pay-for-play scheme, and everybody knows what it is. And people who hate Donald Trump don't want him to talk about it because they know, they know what? They know that Biden's running on one thing and one thing only. A quote, return to normalcy. Right, Joe? That's been his thing. Donald no. Trump, abhorrent behavior. The country's, the country's not chaotic. The economy was doing great. Outside of Donald Trump's tweets and his different style, and I think we can all agree on that, the country ran great. Even now, mm -hmm. in the middle of a pandemic, 54% of Americans think they're better off now than they were four years ago after Obama, and we're in a pandemic. Forget the style. The substance of Donald Trump's presidency has been normalcy. The style, yeah, not so much. Middle East peace deals, regulatory reform, businesses growing. There's been nothing abnormal about Donald Trump's presidency outside of the style, which I grant you. But if Joe Biden's final pitch is going to be get rid of this crazy psycho and let's return to normal. Normal. Kitty porn investigations, money laundering, international pay for play. Uh, kind of ruins his pitch, no? Yeah, I think so. That's why the anti-Trump cabal does not want Trump to talk about this because it decimates Biden. Everybody understands pay for play and everybody understands that this is not a return to normal. This isn't normal for anyone but scammers. All right, you know what? Let me get to my final sponsor. And now I want to get into the cover-up, the most important part of the show. I said it was penultimate, but given the time, it's maybe the last story we get to. But this is important. It's the most important takeaway. But I had to set up the crime before I set up the cover-up. All right, today's show brought to you by our friends at bowlandbranch.com. What do millions of Americans and three former U.S. presidents have in common? They all agree that bowl and branch sheets are the softest and most comfortable. The only downside I have them, you don't want to sleep on any other sheets again. You go to a hotel and you're like, what the heck is this? They're really, really comfortable. And the more you wash them, the better they get. They're pure organic cotton sheets. Bowl and Branch cotton is rain-fed, pesticide-free, and carries the highest organic certification. That's why it is so soft. Because they work with family-owned mills all over the world to expertly weave every set of Bowl and Branch sheets with the highest level of craftsmanship. It's quality you can feel the moment you open the box. You're not going to sleep on anything else again. We love them. We don't want to. We don't want to leave the house. They sell direct to you. Bowl and Branch sheets start at just $160. They're $1,000 quality sheets for a fraction of the price. Plus, you can sleep on them for a month risk-free. You're going to love them. You're not sending these back. Not a chance. And right now, you get $50 off any sheet. Any sheet set at bowlandbranch.com with promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. Spelled bowl, B-O-L-L, and branch.com. Use promo code Bongino for $50 off bowlandbranch.com, promo code Bongino. Restrictions may apply. See bowlandbranch.com for details. I promise you're going to love these. They are super comfortable. My wife digs them too, right? We don't sleep on anything else. They're really great. Okay. All right, getting back to the show. So now let's talk about the cover-up. And by the cover-up, I mean what I just laid out to you, Democrat insiders, some people in the media, um, and we knew about because we've been exposing it for years. They knew it was going to come out. And there are two motives to hiding it. Well, I mean, uh, the obvious motive is it's disgusting. The story's gross. Kitty porn, money laundering, pay for, but we get all that, right? 
But there were two big motives outside of the disgusting nature of it. Number one, they never wanted the Obama administration to be associated with scandal. They want scandals forever to be associated with Republicans. Therefore, they always talk about Nixon, Nixon, Nixon. That's what the Democrats and the media like to do to tarnish the image of the Republican Party. The most scandal-laden administration in U.S. history right now is the Obama administration. People in the media knew it. Obama, Biden, Spygate, Biden, Gate, they knew this. So they had to make this go away. The way to make it go away is prevent it from being discovered. So second motive is to attack Donald Trump with it. Flip the script. Attack Donald Trump the minute he started looking into it. Give Biden an out in a story so that no one ever saw this. Cover up for Biden. Attack Trump. So here's the cover up. First, I want to get to this quick video. This is Senator Ron Johnson, who's been looking into this for a long time. Great Republican senator from Wisconsin. He gave a pretty fiery speech yesterday. It's about a minute of it where he just nails the media to the wall for not looking into this at all. They're part of the cover-up, too. The media knows this story, folks. Make no mistakes. I'm going to show you in a minute how the media knew this story as far back as April of 2014. And they're avoiding it. Here's Ron Johnson nailing them to the wall on this and asking, hey, why did Joe Biden meet with Hunter Biden's business partner, Devin Archer, right before he went to Ukraine in April of 2014? Check this out. I'm calling on the media at what point in time are you going to actually take up a very important news story? When are you going to start asking a question, for example, of Vice President Biden? You know, we now know that Devin Archer is a convicted felon. That fraud against the tribe was perpetrated during 2014, the exact same time frame when they were setting up the conflict of interest in Ukraine. Vice President Biden met with Devin Archer in the White House. That's kind of a big deal, don't you think? A meeting in the White House with the Vice President. He met with Devin Archer five days before he made a trip to Ukraine, at which point he was dubbed the public face of the Obama administration in Ukraine. We, we, we also know a day after Devin Archer was appointed to the board of Burisma. A few weeks later, apparently Hunter Biden was appointed to the board. Now we're getting indication that maybe Hunter was actually on the board on April 13th. So here's the question you ought to be asking the Vice President, among a hundred others. Mr. Vice President, why did you meet with Devin Hunter five days before he traveled to Ukraine? What did you talk about? What was discussed? What was the purpose of the meeting? And who else was at the meeting? Now, I'll explain this to you in a second. Let me tra- I'll translate that. But before I get that, I want to play Biden, Joe Biden. This is yesterday with a local interviewer. The local media, by the way, are the only ones doing their homework on this. Congrats to local media around the country who are being real journalists. A local media journalist who asks Biden about this and Ron Johnson, who's all over, but he knows everything. Ron Johnson, the guy you just heard. Watch Biden absolutely freak out. Check this out. Wisconsin's Republican Senator Ron Johnson put out a statement on Homeland Security letterhead saying Hunter Biden, together with other Biden family members, profited off the Biden name. Is there any legitimacy to Senator Johnson's claims? None whatsoever. This is the same garbage Rudy Giuliani, Trump's henchman. It's the last ditch effort in this desperate campaign to smear me and my family. Even the man who served with him on that committee, the former nominee for the Republican Party, said there's no basis to this. And, you know, and all and the vast majority of the intelligence people have come out and said there's no basis at all. Ron should be ashamed of himself. He knows what Ron Johnson knows. And what does Ron Johnson know? that key figures in Ukraine paid a lot of money to Biden family members to make their own corruption go away. 
these Ukrainian business people. Let me just describe to you in a quick nutshell what the scandal in Ukraine was, because it still confuses people and it shouldn't. There was a minister in a Ukrainian government that was alleged to have corruptly obtained millions of dollars in natural gas leases, okay? Natural gas leases worth millions of dollars. He was a minister in the government at one point. When the government changed to a new government and started looking into this former minister from the prior government for those gas leases, hey, how did you get those? These same people involved with the gas leases hired Biden's kid to make that investigation go away. Joe Biden then travels to Ukraine right after that in April 2014 as the government changes. Immediately after that, his son gets appointed to the board of the natural gas company involved in this investigation. And so does his partner, Devin Archer, who Biden meets with before he goes over to Ukraine. Everybody tracking me there? It's a simple scandal. The prior government that this minister was a part of was accused of basically stealing the rights to these natural gas companies, these natural gas leases. When the new government came in, they said, hey, we're investigating that. Biden immediately runs over to put that fire out and gets his son and their business partner, Devin Archer, appointed to the board of the company that's being investigated. And then two years later, as the prosecutor closes in on the investigation, two years later in 2016, the prosecutor gets fired pursuant to Biden's demand he get fired. You may say, well, my gosh, that sounds really ugly. Here's how they were going to cover it up. Washington Post knew about this. All the way back in April 2014 when it happened. They covered this. That was, This was kind of weird. Biden arrives in Ukraine to show U.S. support as crisis with Russia continues. Washington Post later went on and reported about this weird thing that Burisma, they let it go completely once they realized Biden was going to run for president. Other people knew about this too. Here's Time Magazine. Bastion of right-wing values. I'm kidding, of course. Time Magazine, about as left as it gets. Here's Time Magazine talking about how not only was Biden involved in making this investigation into that Ukrainian minister with Burisma go away, but others in the D.C. swamp, key Democrats who were involved too, how they were involved too. Time Magazine by Michael Shearer. Sorry, my eyesight's going Ukrainian employer of Joe Biden's son hires a D.C. lobbyist. Wait, wait. Ukrainian employer of Biden's son. So the company that hired Joe Biden's kid to make this investigation go away hired another D.C. lobbyist? Who was that? (laughs) Wow. It was David Leiter, former Senate chief of staff to Secretary of State John Kerry, (laughs) former Democrat nominee for president. Whoa. Who signed to work as a lobbyist for Burisma, too? On May 20th of 2014. That's weird, Joe, right after Joe Biden left (laughs) Ukraine in April of 2014. Weird. And it happened about a week after Biden announced he was joining the company, according to lobbying disclosures filed this month. (laughs) Weird. So Time Magazine, The Washington Post, and others knew Biden goes over to Ukraine They want to stop an investigation, this natural gas company, by the new government. The natural gas company, Burisma, hires Biden's kid and then hires John Kerry's former chief of staff right after Biden leaves. Don't worry, Marie Harf will tell you, there's no evidence here. Why? Here's part two of that Time article. 
Nothing to see here, liberal talking heads. Where they not only hired uh, Devin Archer and this John Kerry Secretary, uh, Secretary of State Chief of Staff, they also hired Chris Hines. Chris Hines, that name sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, John Kerry's stepson, son of Teresa Hines, the ketchup heiress who John Kerry married. Don't worry, folks. Um, you know, there's nothing to see here. Do you have that second screenshot there? Don't edit this because this is like, I don't want to, this show is great. Sometimes yeah. we run into like a little technical snafu in the middle. Do not edit this show. I don't want to lose any of my, where I am in my head. Yeah. And sometimes if we have to chop stuff out and put it in, this show, but if you're wondering like why I'm delaying right now, it's only because we can't find the second screenshot. I know I put up, but I want to, this is key. You got it? This is super important. Good, Phil. Thank you. Yeah, good, Phil. Don't edit that. No time for edits. (laughs) Leiter's involvement in the firm, talking about Burisma, rounds out a power-packed team of politically connected Americans. What the hell is a Ukrainian natural gas company hiring a bunch of, quote, politically connected Americans for? That also included a second board member, Devin Archer, a Democrat bundler and former advisor to John Kerry's presidential campaign. Both Archer and Hunter Biden have worked as business partners with Kerry's son-in-law, Christopher Hines, the founding partner of Rosemont Capital, a private equity company. So Hines, not on the Burisma board, but Hines is a partner, John Kerry's stepson, with Hunter Biden and also Devin Archer, John Kerry's former advisor, as they hire this guy Leiter, John Kerry's former chief of staff. This company that's being investigated, that hires these people This Ukrainian company hires these people after Biden goes to Ukraine. And the investigation gets magically shut down two years later with Biden on tape demanding the prosecutor shut the investigation down. Biden on tape demanding the prosecutor be fired. I'm sorry, precision matters. You may say, okay, Dan, now you've pretty much shown us the media already knew about this. Where's the cover-up? Well, they got worried when Joe Biden said he was going to run for president. Everybody got worried. They didn't think he was going to do it. When he did, they realized this was going to be found out and they needed to cover this up. So here's where the cover-up starts. I want to show you this Wall Street Journal article about Burisma, the same natural gas company that hired Devin Archer, that hired Hunter Biden's kid, and hired John Kerry's former chief of staff. This Wall Street Journal article talks about a really interesting partnership Burisma had. Wall Street Journal, Ukraine companies campaign to burnish its image stretched beyond Hunter Biden. They're talking about Burisma. Who else did they partner up with Burisma? Burisma was spending a lot of money to make sure their association with Hunter Biden, this investigation went away. Ladies and gentlemen, they partnered up with the Atlantic Council. Look at this, Wall Street Journal. Wow. Burisma later became a sponsor of a Washington think tank, the Atlantic Council. Some of you bells are ringing right now. Whose experts are often cited on energy and security policy in the former Soviet Union. When President Trump was elected, the company brought a former CIA official from the George W. Bush administration onto its board. Kind of like shadow governments, no? The Atlantic Council, Brookings Institution, all these think tanks that people are using for information. Brookings Institution, remember where the primary subsource for Christopher Steele came from? The Brookings Institution, the Atlantic Council advising government insiders. What are they advising them on? And why are they partnering up with Burisma? Did people at the Atlantic Council know what Hunter Biden was up to with Burisma? Were they influencing people in government to make this thing go away? 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, it describes a whole lot as to why the Atlantic Council and Burisma would be paying so much money to make this go away, to hide the Obama-Biden scandal and to hide all this scandal, all these scandals in the middle of a Biden presidential run, which I don't think they anticipated. Now they're worried. So there were others. Others that were involved in Burisma. And I'm wondering if this explains their actions. It's just a question. Here's an interesting article by John Solomon, again, in Just the News. You know, Mitt Romney seemed to make uh, want to make all this impeachment stuff go away about Ukraine, Hunter Biden. Remember, it's all a distraction, a distraction. Wow, that's strange. Mitt Romney says he hasn't been in touch with Burisma board member within the last year. He was in touch with a Burisma board member. Yeah, that's really strange. One of his old buddies, matter of fact, one of his key advisors during his presidential campaign was a board member of Burisma, too. Strange, right? It's fair, fair question. Fair question. We're not allowed to ask questions, but you're only allowed to ask questions about the pee hoax, right? but you're not allowed to ask questions about why one of Romney's old advisors is on the board of Burisma too. And Romney's like, oh no, I haven't seen this guy in a year, but hey, let's not look into Burisma and Biden. No, no, that's all. Mitten's another paragon of virtue. Let's talk a little bit more about the cover-up here. So this morning I put in a search engine. I, I wanted to find this old article in the Washington Examiner. There's a really big donor to the Clinton Foundation, a guy by the name of Victor Pinchuk, that the Clinton Foundation and the Clintons tried to run away from. He's Ukrainian, too. Pinchuk was also a big donor to the Atlantic Council. Here, Washington Examiner. Emails show Clinton denied, then met with Ukrainian donor. Emails made public Tuesday show a Ukrainian businessman and major Clinton Foundation donor, he donated $25 million, was invited to Hillary Clinton's home. They later tried to deny that. I'll tie this all together in a minute, I promise. Burisma, as I showed you in the Wall Street Journal, partners up with the Atlantic Council. The Atlantic Council gets big money from Victor Pinchuk, who's also a big Clinton Foundation donor. You following, Joe? Yes, I am, Daniel. Who else did the Atlantic Council, that's advising government figures on all this stuff, who else did the Atlantic Council partner up with? This is all in my book, Follow the Money. This part's documented extensively. That's why people... The reviews have been terrific. Thank you. Let's look at the Atlantic Council's own press release. This is crazy. Atlantic Council. They put out a press release about Ukraine's presidential election. They seem really interested, Atlantic Council and Ukraine. You know where Biden's play for pay, play for pay, play for pay, pay for play, play for, where that happened? Why are they so interested in this? On their press release, check this out. Look at this partnership. This is just a doozy. The Atlantic Council partners up with, what, Pinchuk again? What the hell? By exposing foreign interference, is it a... Co- <laughs> this is great. Keep in mind, the Atlantic Council, where all these swamp rats are, is already prepping the narrative to cover up for Biden here, folks. Quote, by exposing foreign interference as it occurs leading up to the runoff election, uh, the Atlantic Council the Victor Pinchuk Foundation, and the Transatlantic Commission on Election Integrity hopes to provide Ukrainians with the necessary tools to check outside efforts on to influence their vote. So a bunch of former government insider swamp rats over at the Atlantic Council who are partnered up with Burisma, the company Joe Biden's family is working on to make an investigation go away. Those same people at Burisma partner up with the Atlantic Council, a major Clinton donor, and the Transatlantic Commission on Election Integrity that focuses on foreign interference in elections. 
Foreign interference, the same line they've been using against Trump to get him impeached as he started looking into this Biden thing. Remember? Joe Biden's overseas and, uh, oh, excuse me, uh, hundred, uh, excuse me, Donald Trump is calling the Ukrainian president, asking him to look into this. That's foreign interference in our election again, just like the Russia hoax. Let's wrap this up with this CNN screenshot here, because who is on and who was appointed to the Transatlantic Commission on election integrity after he left office? Oh, Joe Biden. Oh, my gosh. How is that? CNN. Leaders from around the globe, including former Vice President Joe Biden, are banding together in an effort to thwart attempts at interfering in elections. <laughs> That's a story about Joe Biden's appointment to the Transatlantic Commission on Election Integrity that partnered up with a major Clinton donor, that partnered up with the Atlantic Council, that partnered up with Burisma, the company that hired Joe Biden's kid to make an investigation into a pay-for-play scheme go away. The real story here is Joe Biden's international scheming and his pay-for-play operations, his corrupt son, child pornography allegations, money laundering allegations, the big guy getting kickbacks on all of this. And in order to make that go away, all these swamp rats who all know each other, Biden's stepson, Devin Archer, Biden's former secretary, excuse me, uh, uh, John Kerry's stepson, John Kerry's former secretary, uh, uh, former chief of staff, John Kerry himself, who was involved in this, Hunter Biden, Joe, they all know each other. They all know these donors. Clinton knew who they were. They needed to make this all go away. They put Joe Biden on an election integrity board to monitor foreign interference. And that foreign interference is the narrative they use to try and make all the pay to play stuff go away. And the minute Trump started asking about it in Ukraine, what he knew was going on, pay to play. What's the narrative they used to get him impeached? Trump is dealing with a foreign government to interfere in our elections and go after his rival, Joe Biden. The narrative had already been set up. You think it's a coincidence or an accident Joe Biden was put on a transatlantic commission on election integrity to investigate foreign interference? He was put there because foreign interference was the narrative they were going to use to replace the truth. That was the cover up the whole time. And that's the cover up they used in the impeachment with the fake whistleblower whistleblower on the National Security Council who was intimately involved with Department of State people who knew about this Ukraine scandal. That makes sense. Joe, did that make sense? Yeah, it's, it's a lot, though. It's a lot. Yeah. I know it's a lot, folks, but now I'll just tell you what I told you. Everyone on the Democrat side of influence knew about Joe Biden's pay to play. They knew about the money laundering. They knew about the money in Privat Bank. They knew about Hunter Biden's troubles, the drug use, the allegations of child pornography. People knew about this. They were afraid Biden was going to run for president. If Biden did run for president, they knew this would all come out because I just showed you the media as far back as 2014 knew about it. They needed an alternative story, a lie to cover up the truth. The lie was going to be anytime Trump reaches out and tries to get to the bottom of this, they'll blame Trump for collusion, colluding with a foreign government. They put Biden in these select spots and all of these inside think tanks partnered up. This was their narrative from the start. That's how they were going to cover it up. Incredible. 
All right, it was a busy news day. We have the debate tonight. Uh, I will get to that tomorrow, of course, on the show. You're not going to want to miss that. Ladies and gentlemen, spread this show around. It is an exhaustive analysis of the Joe Biden scandal summed up from soup to nuts. Pay to play. Nobody likes pay to play. All right, thanks for tuning in. Please pick up my new book. Again, follow the money. We had a gangbusters week of sales, so we really appreciate that. This transatlantic commission stuff is laid out in detail. You're not going to want to miss it. Pick it up on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, uh, and at your local bookstore. Please go to Walmart, too. Walmart bought a lot of copies of the book. We'd appreciate you picking up the book there as well. Thanks a lot. Uh, and please subscribe to my show, rumble.com slash Bongino. Thanks, folks. See you tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.